0: another episode of The Hook Rocks. I'm your host, Jay Scott. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Always appreciate your support. Always appreciate you listening to whatever I got to gab about, whoever I'm talking to or what I'm talking about. We are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. So as I always say in the beginning of every episode, check out Pantheon Podcast at pantheonpodcast.com. Follow them on social media at Pantheon Pods, both on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, I said both, but I mean, follow them on those three platforms. Don't forget to follow the hook rocks wherever you do podcast, whether it's Amazon, Spotify, Apple, we're available on all podcast platforms. So tune us in, check us out. Don't forget to set your app to automatic download. So you get the latest episode right to your phone makes your day so much more pleasant. At least I think so. But always uh, give us a review, too. If you like what you hear, like what you're listening to, tell us uh, what we did right. And uh, we always appreciate the feedback. We've got another great episode for you today. Going to get into that here in a little bit. But just to remind you, we check out some of our previous episodes that we've got uh, all over the place. We've got Gilmore from Triumph, who we just did this past week. Great interview about the Triumph documentary, Rock and Roll Machine. Some great new music spotlights with Fortune Child, Takeaway Thieves back on the show for the third time, Gurish and the Chronicles. We had Gurish Pradhan on the show as well as another new music spotlight with Cade from Naked Gypsy Queens, great band out of Nashville. We've done some awesome. We've done some great shows too as well. We celebrate our three hundred fiftieth episode with Ace Von Johnson from L.A. Guns. We did uh, a couple of concert interviews, Dropkick Murphy and the Part one of the two-part series, which we'll be continuing tonight. That was with Dirty Honey at the House of Blues. We did The Resurgence and Future of Physical Media with my friend Skylab Tapes, Rob at Skylab Tapes, where we talked about vinyl, streaming, cassette, compact disc. So check that out. Always great whenever he joins the show. Always happy to have him on. And we did our third episode of Conversations and Collaborations with John Drake from The Dust Coda and Josh Kennedy from the Black Moods, bringing together two or one member from two different bands, hoping to introduce fan bases to two different fan bases and two different bands. So hopefully uh, you do check us out. And of course, Ian Thornley, uh, middle of February from Big Wreck, talking about the new EP was great to have him on as well. Like I said, we've got a great episode lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about... The Mammoth WVH performance at the House of Blues this past Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. Like I said, we did our first part with Dirty Honey aired yesterday and continuing to post on all social media platforms. We're going to get into it about Mammoth here in just a bit. want to talk about the lead up to the show. I know I mentioned some things here in the Dirty Honey interview during that episode, it was really cool to get out to a show. I know I saw Dropkick Murphy's in February. It was still obviously winter weather when that happened, but it was nice to drive down into the city, even though traffic sucked, uh, to have into a nice evening, have dinner with my son, the youth rocks at the crossroads restaurant, the house blues, like I mentioned. But what's really cool is I got to meet, uh, some followers, got to see some followers that I've, I've, uh, talked to before. Uh, my Little League friend from back when I was six, seven years old, my friend Brent, who's another great concert goer who enjoys new rock music, saw us in the uh, restaurant and, and came and said hi. And I always like hanging out with him. Didn't get a chance to really see him on uh, during the show, but we caught up for a bit. I'm sure I'll see him at other shows throughout the year, as I always do. But great to see him. Great to see, like I said, some of the people that I've hung out with before, like High Stick Mick, and he always brings his... Clan with him, his uh, his group. He had his best friend. He had his brother in law. I think it was uh, hanging out at the show. And uh, great friendly guy. Follow him at High H I Stick Mick. Big hockey fan. Uh, if you don't understand the the references there, got to meet Rob. From Skylab Tapes, first time we've ever met face-to-face physically. His son was with him. Son, great kid. Talking music with him, talking music with both of them. That was a treat to uh, to see. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Of course, Rob has been on the show a few times talking the audio. Like I just mentioned, the future of physical media. We've talked ear protection. We've talked how to build your own modern-day stereo system. And, of course, the best quality Sounding stream services, streaming services that are out there too. So he's always great to have on. And of course, my friend Chris, who I've met online or talked with online, USA N A Chris. That's at USA N A Chris. Chris McGowan, great dude. Went to my old high school. Don't remember him. I don't think we ran the same circles, but it's always nice to connect with someone who uh enjoyed the lap of luxury in display in Illinois, and I use that term loosely. Of course, Chris Cicardo, uh, my co-host on the Tales of the Douche episodes, was there. Always great to see him. Haven't seen him in a, in a while, so uh, nice to catch up with him. He really enjoyed the show. It was also great to see Pete Dankelson from Pete's Diary, who I've had the show a couple times over the past year. Uh, he lives locally here in in a suburb of Chicago, as I do. Great to bump into him and his mom and dad and his band, Pete's Diary, which is going to be having an album come out this spring, I believe, later on this spring. And I can't uh, wait to have all of them on the show and talk to them. But uh, great to shake his hand and uh, talk with Dee Dee, his mother, who helps set up a lot of the interviews and, and does a lot of work for him on his social media platforms. Pete, excellent, excellent guy, complete gentleman, uh, complete inspiration. What was really cool about talking with him as I was also talking with his father too, as well as the amount of people that came up to him and mentioned how they follow him on social media and love his plane and, and love what he does. And it's got to make him feel good. It made me feel good just to witness that. That was fantastic. And, uh, Incredible. So great to see him. Great to see his bandmates, his mom and dad. Uh, I know he enjoyed the show very much so. And why wouldn't you? Because it was two great bands. But hope to have him on again soon. And as I mentioned, my son, all his friends, seeing them enjoy the show, seeing them so enthusiastic uh, for both bands, Dirty Honey and Mammoth WVH, uh, was great to see that too. Great to see that torch being lit and being passed with young rock fans. That's so important for the health and future of rock music. It's great that some of my age and other people, my age are connecting with that music, but it's really important when younger people are connecting with it, because that's, what's going to help rock music thrive in the future and what's going to help it survive instead of just being an afterthought and a, and a, uh, a club act, you know, so it was uh, it was nice to see that that presence there for young people too as well. Getting into the show, uh, I mentioned you know Dirty Honey Grooved Chicago man they came out grooving, and Mammoth bh continued the groove with just an electric performance that uh, was so inspiring. I had the pleasure of seeing. Wolfgang and Mammoth WVH in the summer at a secret show in East Dundee at a place called the rock house. And he was incredible. Then he really was, Uh, it was a pleasure to see him. I think it was his first or second show. I think second, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think he did a show in Kansas. I want to say before that, I don't remember, but, um, fantastic performance back then. I will say this performance blew the doors off that show back in the summer. Primarily, I think, in my opinion, because I think Wolfgang is getting a lot more comfortable being the frontman, and it shows. A lot more confident, a lot more interaction with the crowd. That's just my opinion. That's what, what I see. I, I could be wrong, but the band's performance was electric. His performance was great. The band had so much energy. The crowd fed off of it. It was a magical performance. Uh, great to, to see how that band is evolving and becoming much tighter than what I originally saw them in August. Still great performance, like I said back then. But you know, when you play out and you're playing opening up for Guns N' Roses, when you're on tour with plush, when you're doing some festivals like they did in Oklahoma, and now they've been on this tour here for a bit, you can't help but just see how the band is just really becoming tighter than what i originally saw them and uh, it shows the performance opened up with the song mammoth which i was surprised because i would never have pegged that song as an opener but it definitely worked it definitely got the crowd into it and it started the journey for all of us who just got you know the performance by dirty honey and that was awesome as well and then just continued and wolfgang you know the curtains opened up he's standing there Great presence on stage. Great song to open up with. Uh, just a fantastic way to, to begin the show. Everybody was into it. Everybody was rocking out and it continued with the lead track on the song, Mr. Ed, which, uh, just a phenomenal song. You know, you look at everyone on stage that is up there with him and, you know, with Wolfie himself, just tremendous musicians. Um, And it shows, man. They're just—they're on top of their game. They're tight. They're just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Mister Ed sounded great. Uh, Just, uh, just kicked ass, man. I mean, I love that. I love the way that opens up the album, and I love the way it sounds live. I think, if I don't mistake, I'm trying to remember who we what he opened up with in uh, in the summer in this past summer. I, I don't think it was Mammoth, and I'm not sure if it was. Mr. Ed, but nevertheless, it was absolutely, uh, completely, just absolutely, just kick ass. The band is is just absolutely fantastic. You've got Ronnie Ficaro on bass, who man, is jumping up and down, really keeping the crowd into it. You got Garrett Whitlock on drums and Frank Sidoris on guitar. Just a absolute uh, pleasure to see him up there too, as well playing and and uh, Man, the band is just, I can't say enough about them. They're just fantastic. After Mr. Ed, it went into my favorite song on the album. Well, it's kind of neck and neck between this song and another one, but I've love Epiphany and it sounded great live. That bass groove is just absolutely fantastic. Horribly Right, the fourth song, You'll Be the One Stone, which is it just a nice brooding song to plan kind of play in the middle of the set that went off really well. And then their new track, I don't know at all. Uh, fantastic song too, as well. Can't wait to hear that either released as a single or on a future album, but that went really well and think it over, which when that was originally released me, my son and I really connected with it. My son loved it. I loved it. And to hear that this was his father's favorite song in the show, was fantastic too, as well. I really, um, love that, that Eddie really dug this track because I think it's, it's a, it's, it's neck and neck with epiphany for me between these two songs. Just love them. Your Two Blame was absolutely fantastic. Distance, of course, the, the tribute to his father. Um, that's just a fantastic song. And then a little bit of a surprise with them bones, the Alice in Chains cover, which I was not expecting went over really well they did a great great version of it uh fantastic and then they ended with don't back down which was a great closer for the show you you couldn't ask for anything else the crowd was energized throughout the whole performance the band and the crowd had such great synergy it was it was magical it was electrifying uh Both bands did a fantastic job. Like I said, I don't know if they rotate or, you know, the the headliner one day and the opener the next day. I don't know how that works with them. But nonetheless, it it was a great show. House of Blues is such a great venue. Uh, It's got a great atmosphere. It's got a great vibe instantly when you walk in. And I don't think I've ever been to a bad show there. You know, I've seen bands like social D I've seen rival sons. I've seen butch Walker there several times. I just saw the dead deads there in the fall. I saw black label society, uh, back in the winter time, which was fantastic too, as well. Always fantastic show. The, The room plays really well. Sounds really good. And of course, mammoth, uh, just absolutely delivered, uh, their performance on Wednesday. Again, great seeing the, uh, all the followers and friends that I've made via social media uh, always enjoy catching up and, and shaking hands. And it's good to shake hands again, right? I mean, it really is. You know, when you think about what we've all been through and what we've gone through together and not being able to be social and kind of being in our silos, being in our homes. And it's nice to get out and be among people, even though, you know, we're not clear out of the, out of the, uh, the pandemic just yet it does feel like we keep turning a corner i hope we continue to turn that corner into uh into more shows and more interactions with people but what a way to really begin uh, the second show for me continue the beginning of the concert season for me here at the hook rocks i think they're playing at pierre's in fort wayne tonight uh, which I hope people are enjoying or tomorrow night actually on the 21st again as I said in the dirty honey review they're going up to Michigan after that playing up in Canada Boston New Haven New York Webster Hall big Show Sayerville Starland Ballroom Philadelphia the Fillmore Baltimore Ramshead live down to the North Carolina down to Nashville which should be a great show that's April 8th. Is that on a weekend? Cause that'd be a kind of a cool show to drive down to at the Marathon Music Works. Down to Alabama. They got some stops in Florida with Atlanta in between. And then they're doing, uh, Tucson and Montana, Casper, Wyoming. I don't know if these are with the, the Young Guns Tour, but, uh, Council Bluffs. I think that's, uh, was that Iowa or, Nebraska, around that area right there. And then Wichita, Springfield, Missouri, Chattanooga, Charleston. So, I, yeah, I don't know if these are all Young Guns tour dates. Might be. But nevertheless, these are dates that are listed on Mammoth's website. Go check them out. As I mentioned in the other episode with uh, that I read with Dirty Honey, there is a Great new emerging rock scene that is happening right before our eyes. And it's great to see because before the pandemic, there were rumors of the death of rock and roll. And of course, rock and roll never dies, I always say, but it was becoming an afterthought. Seeing the young people at the show, seeing more and more young people going to shows, not just with their parents, but together as friends, is a great thing to see. And as I mentioned, and I've talked about this before, if you really were to put the four bands that are really emerging through this scene, obviously Greta Van Fleet and the Struts, they've made some great headway. They're doing some great things. I would put Dirty Honey and Mammoth as part of those that four, maybe like a, a sliver behind Greta and the Struts. But nevertheless, they're a great presence in rock right now. And there's so many other bands that are right behind him but as these four bands really punch through and become a household name that's better that's great for all the bands that are coming after him and these four bands who i've had the pleasure to see live all give you something different you know greta is kind of still experimenting and finding their song their last album was fantastic the struts put on this great show that is you know Luke Spiller just is a dynamite frontman, Mammoth with the musicianship and the songs and just electrifying performances. and then dirty honey with that blues groove and that nasty blues rock that is kind of being been been, been uh, fading for some sometimes. and they're bringing that back as well as a lot of other bands, too, that are right behind them. But those are really the four bands that if you're looking for new rock to listen to. Greta Van Fleet, of course, is that polarizing name that people either love or hate. I, I love them. I dig them. I think they're fantastic. The Struts put on an amazing show. Mammoth puts on an amazing show. So does Dirty Honey. Absolutely fantastic. You know, if if you're if you're looking for something to listen to, something that you haven't heard before and it's new, Start with those four bands and it will lead to so much more because there's so much great stuff that is out there that is being made with music. Um, There's so many great things happening. I I expect some new stuff from some great bands coming later this year. But if you you recall, if you want to start with a Mount Rushmore of new rock, these are the four. These are the four that are beginning that new wave. And it's great to see, because they're all fantastic. I love all four of them. I love new rock music, and I'm very passionate about talking about it, talking with bands, talking uh, you know with anyone I can get in contact with because it needs to be heard and it needs to have a presence and young people need to start listening to it again because your life is much happier when you when you have rock music in your life. I hundred percent believe it. It is such a presence it, it it is so important because it just gives you a sense of wonder with uh, with the music that is being made and how it's being made and how it's being played. Once again, mammoth WVH a, a fantastic magical performance to conclude the night this past Wednesday at the House of blues fantastic show man I mean if you if you, want to go see the young guns tour with dirty honey and mammoth go to their websites either one um and go check them out it's not going to break the bank you're not going to go to some stadium show and pay 200 bucks a ticket and sit hundreds hundreds of feet away most of these venues that they're playing i think all these venues that they're playing are 2,000 capacity, 2,500, 3,000 capacity, maybe a little less sometimes, maybe a little bit more. You're going to be right there. You're going to be able to see them sweat, and it's just fantastic. So I highly, highly recommend it. It's time to get out, man. You've been all cooped up. Don't be cooped up with the same stuff. ACDC, Led Zeppelin, and those great classic rock bands will always be there for you. Go get something fresh. You deserve it. We all deserve it, Right? We all deserve some newness in our life, some new experiences, because we've been cooped up for too long. Start with some new rock and roll. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We'll talk soon. Check out this tour, man, the Young Guns Tour. I'm Jay Scott. Take care.